Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Welcome back to Mike Strategies. Tony Smith here, Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization. As always, excited to spend some time with you in strategies from Mr. Mike Ferry. One of the strategies that I get excited about that we're going to talk about uh, today is a strategy that gets overlooked in our industry a lot, okay? And the, the strategy is understanding profit, Okay. Now, naturally, we're in business and, and you're an independent contractor. So, of course, the word profit should be in there and should be highly thought of throughout your career. But the fact of the matter is, uh, Mike has had to introduce to real estate agents for 46 years this whole idea of profit. Okay. In its simplest terms, Mike has said it for years. Okay. There's only really uh, three ways to increase profit. One, is to increase the amount of transactions and revenue that you get from transactions you do. Sounds simple enough. Two would be to cut some of the expenses you have and do the same amount of transactions, which would put more profit in your pocket. And three is the one that we look at most. Why not do both at the same time? So if you could dramatically increase the amount of transactions you do, which creates more revenue, and you could cut back on some of the expenses you have, you're going to have a double whammy when it comes to increasing your profit, right? Because in, eff- in essence, that's what it is. Profit is the money that's left over after uh, the expenses from the income that you earn, right? And then you have to look at it in one of two ways. Do you see profit as the money left over after the expenses in your business minus the taxes, right? Or do you try to see profit before tax, right? One of the first things that Mike will have you uh, think about when it comes to creating more profits is to consider the amount of money you have to pay the government in tax always, which agents hardly ever do. They consider that last, right? Uh, If you remember in a financial section of the podcasts earlier, we talked about uh, taking uh, the right percentage out of every single check you get and putting it into your tax account. And if you take the right percentage out out of every check you get, then you don't get yourself in a tax bind. So many agents find themselves in a in a tax bind. But we're, we're going to spend a lot of time in these podcasts talking about increasing the number of sales you do. We've spent, we've spent a lot of time already, okay? Today we're going to look at the expense side of things. And what we really want to understand is that the business has fixed cost and variable costs, right? Fixed costs are those costs that occur weekly, daily, monthly, right? Phone bills, your board dues, the car payment, your insurance payment. Your business has those fixed costs. And then there's variable costs. Expenses that change, they go up or down, right? Um, That can be 100% controlled. For example, the advertising you might be doing or uh, the mailing pieces you're sending out and the cost of those mailings, right? And those costs can go up and down, right? Um, for example, if you buy your own signs, 
and the number of listings you take goes up, you have to buy more signs. The cost goes up, up depending on the inventory you're carrying that you need signs for. So you really need to consider, first of all, do you have a strong understanding of the fixed cost of your business? And do you have a strong understanding of the variable cost that you're dealing with right now, right? And so we want to look at, first of all, uh, a series of thoughts that are the expenses that uh, you need to consider keeping a very close eye on if you want to be highly profitable in this business, okay? So let's look at these expenses, right? One of the biggest expenses agents have that they don't uh, realize is the constant turnover and the constant retraining of a staff person. So if you have a personal assistant, right? If you have a transaction coordinator, if you have an escrow coordinator or a listing coordinator, the, you have to understand the expense of the turnover of that all the time, right? Are, have you had uh, three assistants in, in a year, right? Or maybe you don't even have an assistant yet, and we need to look at that because there's actually a little bit of an expense of you managing all the transactional parts of the deal, uh, spending all of your time delegating and not enough time earning, right? But you need to really understand retaining people that you have working for you and the expense of the turnover, all right? Very important. Um, that's a little bit deeper one early on in this conversation, but you should definitely write it down. The next one you need to consider is as an expense. The money you t you is spent on listings that you take that don't get sold, that expire, that don't turn over. Okay. Now I get it today. Uh, if you're listening to this early on and, and we're in 2021 and you're listening to this podcast, I get that you're not having many listings at all that don't sell. Everything is selling, but you have to consider in your career. Mark my words. There will be a time when you will take listings and they don't sell. And there's a huge expense in taking a listing that doesn't sell, right? You know, you have to consider the time factor that's involved in a listing, right? The maintenance of that listing, then the hard expenses, any advertising, you know, the MLS, the signs, all the things that are associated with having that property on the market. There's an expense to that. But then if you consider the fact that you put out that money and it never sells, right, then that expense is really deep, isn't it? Okay, so you have to consider it right? If you don't consider that when you can get caught really quickly in the shifting market. The next major expense you need to consider is unnecessary personal promotion. Okay, if you've ever heard Mike Ferry speak before, you know that his attitude uh, towards that particular expense is not the brightest one. Okay, personal promotion, right? And he's always had uh, two thoughts about it, right? Don't do personal promotion because it satisfies your ego. Boy, is that expensive. You know, there's a lot of agents that won't quite be honest about it, but they do a lot of personal promotion to see their name up in lights, see their face on the billboard or the bus bench or all of those advertisements, right? The commercials and all those things. If you spend too much money on personal promotion, it becomes an incredible expense, right? You also need to understand that if you're not analyzing and truly analyzing the return you get on all that promotion, right? Uh, it's okay if you recognize that you put your name on a billboard, but it's always hard to get an agent to tell you that they did uh, specifically 14 deals from that billboard last year. It's a tough one to track, isn't it? So you have to be very careful of 
unnecessary personal promotion. Another expense you need to consider is money spent on continuous unnecessary advertising, right? Uh, why do we use some of these advertising uh, uh, methods so much, right? Why do we need to do that so heavily at times? Oftentimes, it's simply to satisfy the seller, right? Sellers ask for it and, and you don't have a good objection handler, so you say, okay, I'll run some ads and I'll run some more ads and I'll put it here and I'll post it there and I'll do that. If you spend way too much money on advertising, that expense can get out of control in a hurry. Boy, you look at some of the brochures and the magazines and the things that are put out in the world today, um, you have to ask yourself how much of it in your business is unnecessary. Can you justify the expense? Can you prove the return on that expense? Okay, here's a big one that a lot of people don't uh, really consider too much. The money lost on following up extensively on leads that will never buy and sell. Oh my gosh, the time and money and computer systems and technology that agents use to pile in, you know, these very, very maybe sellers and buyers and spend all of that effort and time on somebody that is never going to sell, right? Take the time to figure out how much money you're spending on lead follow-up annually and then ask yourself, what is a lead? What does a person have to do to qualify to get into your lead follow-up system? Okay. In most cases, you're spending a tremendous amount of money. Time equals money, correct? Um, with very little actual return. Okay. You know, you might want to consider this thought is rather than just throw anybody that whispers they want to sell, okay, you might want to make sure that the only people you put into your lead system are people that you know for a fact are going to sell their home at some point. How do you figure that out? You have to ask them a lot of questions, right? You must at some point consider the expense of you thinking that you can convince somebody to sell their home right? The reality is you have nothing to do with that decision. You could not possibly in a million years convince somebody that doesn't want to sell to sell their home. Okay, I want you to pack up all your belongings. I want you to go through all the hassles of moving, go buy another home, put all your things, all that, and you're going to convince them to do that? The odds of that are nothing, right? So do you have a lot of people in a lead follow-up system that are not going to sell and you're trying to convince them? Not going to win there, and it is a huge expense. How about this expense? The money lost on leads generated but not followed up on or converted. This is one of the largest expenses in a real estate company, and it's one of the largest expenses you may have personally, is leads that have been generated that didn't quite get followed up on or you didn't convert them. You know, the ones you go, well, I'm going to call them on a Tuesday afternoon and I got busy so I didn't call them on a Tuesday afternoon and then I forgot Wednesday morning I was super busy so I didn't get call them back then and I call them, finally call them Wednesday afternoon and they say they listed with somebody else. The expense of those enormous amounts of leads that are not converted, right? You have to consider your lead follow-up system and how aggressive you are on converting leads. We all know how expensive that is. How about the huge expense, uh, this one incurred by um, mass mailings? It's still very rampant today. The amount of mass mailing campaigns that still go on today, you have to consider what is your return on that investment? Well, Tony, you know, every time I, I send out a thousand postcards, I get one person that calls me back. Okay, and then do you actually convert that to a listing that turns into a sale and a closed commission check? I don't know. 
but you need to track your return on investment because it's really easy to go from a thousand to four or five thousand mailings a month. And then the first time you think you need more uh, listings, you turn it from five to ten thousand a month. Next thing you know, you're spending, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40,000 dollars a year on mailouts, and then you can't track the return on the investment. You have to consider if you've gone down that road, okay? And then we have a simple rule. When you talk about strategies, never under any circumstances ever do you ever mail anything out without following up with a phone call. It's just a rule. If you decide to send a little postcard to your past client and center of influence uh, database, that's fine as long as you follow up with a phone call, right? If you chose to send some just listed postcards around a listing, uh, it's okay as long as you follow up with a phone call. But mailing out without following up with a phone call is literally cutting the potential in half of the value of that mail out, okay? A big expense that you have to consider is making presentations to unqualified sellers. Boy, you know, what we know is a major percentage of the superstars that we work with, they'll tell you that they learn how to pre-qualify a seller in depth and they're not afraid to turn down listing appointments right? Or turn down a seller that says, come over and sell my, and talk to me about selling my home. If they're not motivated to sell or they're not qualified to sell. Well, how's that expense? Isn't your time worth something? You know, the cost of you preparing for an appointment, putting the package together, going over there, presenting for an hour, all the setup and the preparation that's involved. If you're spending your time in front of unmotivated or unqualified sellers a lot, huge expense in your business, let alone the expense of, of your, you know, your peace of mind and your mindset and your excitement about the business. There's nothing more debilitating than sitting down in front of seven or eight or nine people that aren't going to sell and have them all tell you that they're not going to sell. Are you getting in front of sellers that are not motivated? Okay. How about this expense? Money spent on projects that you didn't get finished. This is huge. You know, uh, unfinished projects. I want to get my leads all together and get a great lead follow-up system. I didn't finish it. Um, I want to create the Mike Ferry five-step listing process and, and have a canned presentation from now on and never quite lock it down. I want to come up with five sources of, of generating business and I want five active sources that I get listings from and never put those systems together. How many projects do you have right now that are unfinished in your business? Okay. You have to consider the enormous expense in that. Okay, today this is a big one. How about the expense of the mass of technology that keeps getting shoved at you? Boy, if it isn't one software system, it's another. If it isn't one program, it's another. There's thousands of them out there. Every single major company in America says they're the technology king or queen of the, of the world, right? And they all want to promote that they're the next thing in technology. Technology is being shoved at us left and right. There's a huge expense if you keep going down every technology path that gets put in front of you. At some point, you have to make some decisions to say no or make a decision that if you did say yes, you stick with it. You know, some of the CRMs and the, and the programs that are out there today, you know, there's agents that'll have two or three or four uh, CRMs that they're trying to use and none of them are being used effectively right? They'll have seven or eight different uh, computerized technological lead follow-up systems that aren't being used. You have to be very aware of the expense, okay? Right? 
How about this? You know, letting a potential profit uh, go too long unprofitably, right? Think about that expense. Um, you decide that uh, there's a real huge opportunity in your marketplace of working with for sale by owners. And you start playing around with for sale by owners. You never learn the skill. You don't get consistent at making the calls. You basically dabble in it. It could be hugely profitable, but not pushing it through to have it being a viable source of business for yourself. Okay. You know, you think about things, you know, there's so many little one-offs that you might try that don't return a profit. It ends up being a huge expense. Okay. I said it earlier, how about the money lost on tolerating incompetent staff, right? If you have staff person that works for you and they're not competent, they're not proving to be able to do the job, how long are you going to put up with that? That, you know, that is a major expense in your company. You have to consider it, okay? You know, there's an expense of not monitoring things, not monitoring everything. Uh, I've told you earlier about Gunther Klaus, who is one of Mike Ferry's mentors. Gunther had a belief that monitoring is one of the critical activities in building a business. You only can expect what you inspect. Have you heard that before? So you have to consider what are you leaving unmonitored in your business? Are you keep, do you have checklists for the file? Are you tracking all of your numbers in the day? Are you keeping track of, you know, the processes and the procedures? Boy, that can be a huge expense by not monitoring it. Okay. Here's one that you may not have thought of. Do you understand the expense, the money lost when you do not stay on your daily schedule? The millions and millions of dollars that an agent loses over their career by not sticking to their schedule. How closely are you sticking to your schedule now? Are you losing money? You know, most people, the parts of the schedule they don't stick to are the lead generation activities and the lead follow-up activities. What most agents do stick to is the administration activities, dealing with the file and the paperwork and getting that done. Okay. So if you are not good at sticking to your schedule, especially in the generation parts, huge amounts of money's lost. Okay. Yes, of course, there's money lost if you're overpaying the broker. But Mike Ferry's strategy, you have to understand. There's an expense of the broker you work for, but you have to understand. Okay. The broker can only do what they do if there's a profit on their end. And they, they are constantly trying to provide systems and resources and, and support to you to have this happen, right? You've got to consider that you don't broker hop, right? One of the expenses that an agent has is, well, I'm always looking for a better deal from another broker. Makes no sense in most cases. You know, it's not uncommon to talk to an agent that's been with, you know, I've been to six different brokerages in nine years. Okay. Do you know how expensive it is to move from one brokerage to the other? New cards, new signs, loss of time, right? You've got to consider this deeply rather than just looking for the next best paycheck, okay? Um, how about the expense of spending a massive amount of time on transactions that are going to fall apart anyway, okay? Are you a babysitter or are you a real estate agent, okay? You know, the truth is, uh, as a real estate agent, if a transaction is going to fall apart, if the buyer is not going to buy it, or the seller doesn't want to sell it, there's very little you can ever do to stop that. The question is, do you find yourself spending hours and hours and hours and hours trying to save a deal? Be honest with yourself. 
how often do those transactions end up closing because of your efforts, right? And then the last one I want to have you really think about today in, in expenses is not monitoring your billable hours. Billable hours. You know, in the attorney world, everything is under billable hours. How can I bill my client for what I'm doing today, right? Okay, in our world, we have things that uh, make money and things that service money. Are you monitoring that, okay? Are you paying attention to your lead generation hours, to your lead follow-up hours, to your presentation hours? If you're not paying attention to billable hours in our industry, you can spend, you know, eons of time messing around that doesn't have any return on it, can't you? It's one of the most, uh, uh, the most prolific expenses we have today. So I'm going to ask you to consider this little series, I don't know, there's 16, 17 uh, expenses that you need to consider. We're going to spend most of our time talking about how you generate more revenue, more listings, more sales. Most of these podcasts are centered around that. But I did want to have you put in this one about expense so you can understand that if you want to make more profit, make more money, control expenses, do them both at the same time, and that's all money in your pocket. Go out there and make some more profit starting today. Thanks for your time on this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.